you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbiotica.com. That's C Y M B I O T I K A. Hey, football fans, do you like the Pro Bowl? I know one guy who does. His name's Handsome Hank. Tell us more, won't you, Handsome? Dave, I like the Pro Bowl, but I really love the Pro Bowl vote. And did Mm. you know that we're now almost at the halfway point or around the halfway point or maybe even after the halfway point of the 2019 Pro Bowl vote? Who do you want to see in the game? Football players, most. The best of them. Yeah. Well... If ones wanted, I like best, too. Right. Not just the best players, but also ones you like. So if you wanted to do that, if you wanted to affect the outcome of We've who's in the We've already covered that. I would like exactly that. Okay, good. Let me tell you how you can do it. If you go to NFL.com slash Pro Bowl vote, you could go in there and say, I know you like the Steelers, I've heard. You could uh. go in and you could choose Steelers players and you could submit your ballot and then those Steelers players would have a better chance of being in the Pro Bowl going all the way to Orlando, Florida in January. Well, speaking of Florida, you like the Miami Dolphins, right? Yes. Which one of those guys would you like to see? I'd like to send our friend Xavier Howard, who was I here in the a studio a couple of weeks ago. That's right. You know what? But that's in the rearview mirror. Let's look ahead to the start of the show. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. Hope you had a grand Thanksgiving. Welcome to the second audio uh, Dave Dave Damashek Football Program. That's my name. Presented by Head & Shoulders, also the video show to be tracked down. At your convenience, NFL.com slash DDFP is how you do that. All our segments, some great ones out there for you to peruse. Last week we did a great one with Reggie Bush about the USC-Notre Dame game back in 2005, my essays, so on and so forth. All there for you. Seated to my immediate left. Before I introduce him, uh, we have Willie McGinnis coming up in just a second or two to break down the biggest stories in between. Between week 12 and week 13, specifically Roethlisberger, you know, I guess some people don't like Nothing bigger than that. Baker Mayfield versus Hugh Jackson, the state of the New England Patriots. We'll get to all that in a second. Quickly, though, let's say hello to our main man all the way from London, England, and our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. Enough. 
Uh, how was Thanksgiving, Handsome? Very nice. Thank you, Dave. How was yours? It was fine. It was fine. But I've I've gained even more weight, I'm afraid. I can see. And I didn't. And that's not going to slow down this week with the impending pie-off. Yes, pie-off seven on the way. I am seated uh, right next to the inaugural champion of it. It's been floated by by that person that the trophy, not unlike the Lombardi trophy named after its first winner, uh, should, it should be the handsome Hank trophy. I yes. don't think that's a terrible idea. I don't think either. And I think, you know, well, not to compare myself with the greatest coach of all time or a guy that's considered that way and also an incredible motivational speaker and someone who's, whose quotes are hung around buildings around the world. But, uh, I, you know, he won the first one, he won the second one, and then that was it. He literally mm-hmm. stopped uh, dead in his tracks. But I'm going to win this year. I like that you listed all uh, you listed more accolades of Vince Lombardi. Like not to compare myself to, and then you get a long list, and yep. then so I, I get the 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 head game you're playing. Yes, you are really comparing yourself. I would say I'm the Vince Lombardi of pieing. There you go. Say so just yep. say it. The question I have for you is uh, what if you had to use one adjective to to describe my current physical state? What would you? Gigantic. Oh, <laughs> to the point. I deserve that. All right, let's talk about uh, about uh, what's going on in pro football right now with Willie McGinnis. Then we'll come back with Handsome Hank and do the Red Challenge flag picks. Four juicy games uh, to hear which way we're leaning. But right now, let's get it to number 55. Welcome to uh, to Studio 66 once again, Cleveland Browns and New England Patriots <laughs> legend, Willie McGinnis, and uh, a couple of things to talk about beyond just uh, the game of life, the big uh, event in the game of life. Pie off seven coming at you here at NFL uh, Media. Very soon, I want to talk about some pro football action. You spent some time in Cleveland, but you also played in New England. Just and, a little bit. And there was a quarterback named Tom Brady, and you have described in, you know, I mean, it you know sounds like a, a lovely guy, at minimum a great teammate for many reasons, but I've never, that I can recall, at least pointed fingers at anybody else. He, I mean, all right, the misses did when Wes Welker dropped that pass. <laughs> Am I missing that? Did Brady ever point fingers that you remember? I think he's got uh, into guys for not executing or publicly? for not doing things right. No, not publicly. Well, that yeah, right. Not publicly, but behind the scenes, of course, it happens all the time. What has to happen, you, right? Yeah, you have to. You got to hold guys accountable, and you got to hold yourself accountable. Um, and we all we all have done it as players. You know, but to be able to do that, you got to make sure everything you're doing is is right, and 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 you know you're playing at a certain level, and you're in position to do that. Um, you can't go out and have a terrible game and then start pointing out everybody. Um, it, it doesn't work like that. But every player, including Tom Brady, holds other teammates accountable. Probably not publicly. But yes. Well, that's the issue this week. And of course, I recall Peyton Manning on at least one occasion after a playoff loss saying, well, I'm trying to be a good teammate. Our offensive line didn't have the greatest day ever. (laughs) Okay, so he's done that. He's a Hall of Famer, all-time great and everything else. Odell Beckham, a lot of heat for talking bad about the Giants in uh, in the New York More than once. Right. (laughs) Now Ben Roethlisberger, I got to say, I feel like it's not that severe. What this he is said. not his first time, though. I mean, I, we're, we're acting like this is his first offense. But it was—I mean—to say about a rookie receiver, he should have trusted his hands more and run through the ball instead of diving. That's calling somebody out. That's pointing out technique, pretty I don't much. Know. Uh, 
I, I get it. A.B. should have flattened his route out in the end zone more. Well, if he would have flattened, he would have ran into the D.B. because the D.B. had the better position. Or he had tripped on the uh, fat guy who intercepted the right, ball, Right, who got blocked, uh, according to Ben, got blocked back there. He, I, I know he watched the film and saw it was a drop. It wasn't – he didn't get blocked. Into well, that's some block by Marquise Pouncey. Really pushed him uh, five yards deep, didn't he? That was funny. Either way, but what do you make of that? Is that I, bad behavior? I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. And, and – when Ben says he's earned the right, he has earned the right to do certain things as a quarterback, as a leader. Um, but going public and criticizing your players, um, you know, going after certain guys. Young guys usually get it. I mean, rookies usually get it all the time from coaches and players. Mm-hmm. But it's it's behind closed doors. You know, it's it, it's in the meeting rooms. It's on a practice field. It's when it's just us. Um, you don't want to call a guy out. You don't want to put somebody out there because when you lose, you lose as a team. When you win, you win as a team. There are a lot of plays that are critical leading up to either a win or a loss. And if you go in that game, you can point out a lot of plays that, you know, the Steelers should probably say, man, I wish I could have had this play back or I wish I could have did this play better. But because of the timing, because of the situation, um, certain things are looked at with, with the tighter microscope, right? Mm-hmm. The interception, the James Washington, certain things like that. As a leader, um, as the quarterback, who probably is in position to more make more mistakes than anybody on the field because he touches the ball so much, you got to have a little more wherewithal to understand that you can break guys down and 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 put a wedge between teammates. I hear you. And, and by he, doing that, he has got to be careful. There, he's getting some criticism. He should have pointed at the man in the mirror. After all, he's the one who threw the interception and so on. But I think he has owned it before. That was a terrible game by me. Well, we he, heard it. I, I'm going to keep shooting. Like, you don't tell a shooter. You know, I, I, I get all that. But shoot high percentage shots. Sure. I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to defend yeah. or otherwise. I'm curious if you think at this stage in a football season, if this could cause things to implode or if it's just, yes, this feels like a big dust up, but, but a week or two from now, no one's going to remember. If this was the first time, I would be like, eh, maybe. But this isn't the first time. I mean, Ben's called out people. I'm sure people call out Ben. They, more people don't do it on air or with the media, you know. You know, Ben's a great quarterback, and he's done a lot for this organization and this team. And, you know, I support him, and, I, you know, I like his grit and his grind. And I think he's, you know, he's he's one of the – certainly one of the toughest guys I played against. And, you know, I think he's been in the game long enough to understand um, certain things have a reaction. Now, he did this with Lev Bell before, remember? When he called out Lev Bell. He needs to do X, Y, and Z. He needs mm. to do that. He criticized him publicly. And what did Bell do? Bell came out and started bawling out of control. Well, I guess that's he was what a young saying. he was a young player. Right. I think he was a rookie, if I'm not mistaken. He was a young player, and he called out Bell. And Bell probably felt some kind of way. But what did he do? He took his game to another level. So maybe Ben is looking at this like, you know what? I've done this to a couple guys before, and it had a positive reaction. If I do James like this, then maybe he'll have that same reaction. He did it to Martavis Bryant, remember? Yep, absolutely. Criticized him. So this is not the first time, and maybe this is something that Ben does to get guys going. 
All right. Well, we'll wait and see on that one. Meantime, the other big melodrama that everybody has seems to have an opinion on Maurice Jones Drew <laughs> really surprised me. He's pro Hugh, or not necessarily pro Hugh, but he feels like Baker Mayfield was out of line doing what he did. How say you on? You're that? out of order. He's out of every. No, listen. That was funny. Um, and, and by the way, that, they're the Browns. They need a sassy leader at this point. Is that we? what we're saying? We need somebody who really cares about this team and about this organization. And we finally found that guy in our leader. Some scrap. Don't we like that? Is I that do. what we talk I about? Do. Chip on the shoulder. Stuff? I do. I do. I like that in the player. And everybody's looked at as an enemy. When you go to the other side, I don't care what position you were. When you were here, you're the enemy. Now, that's during the game. When the game is over, we're back cool, right? Everything is cool. Our gear is off. The war is over. Whatever the case may be, we can go back to being friends and, and, and being cordial with each other, correct? Yeah. He kept – He kept Good. He you kept know what? the edge. He kept the handshake here. He didn't bring it in. He kept them here, arms distant. So that's saying, for me, he maybe felt – a little more about the cert- the situation, a little more than others, because I saw other players go up, give you a hug, you know, them smiling, hugging each other, and all those different things. Randall gave him the ball. I don't know. I don't know if that was That's shade. The best. I don't know. Oh, that, I don't oh, know. Come on, listen, don't, I don't know if definitely. that was shade or hey, coach. You know, you got me here. You got me over here. I respect you. I just, I just had a big play. Take a ball. I'm going to put a pie in your face now. That, that's what he did. That, that's what the, the result was. I think it's uh, – I thought it was uh, great stuff. And, by the way, I'm much as a fan. I don't care for the Bengals or the Browns either way. Uh, I have no rooting interest there. Fans want to see that much more than they want to see guys doing jersey exchange on the field. That is what we don't – we have to delude ourselves, really. I, we I have to it. think you guys don't like each other. It's not good. Forget to, the sportsmanship then, right? Forget exchanging there's jerseys. There's no We're brothers. Oh, come We're brothers on. There's a difference between sportsmanship this. of good game and, hey, can you sign my shirt for me because I'm a big fan of yours. That's okay. We also saw Tom Bali. Do that Bali. later. We also saw Tom Bali. That was neat. Giving moves to Joey Bosa. I thought that was neat. Two guys in the same division yeah. who supposedly, you know, teams that don't like each other. I wouldn't li- – you know what, though? You, I- see a, you see an older guy giving a younger guy, showing him some pass rush moves. I mean, that's what the game is all about is we go to battle, and then after battle, you know, we, we come to the table and we have a drink or we have a meal together. Do that when we, you're out to dinner or at bread. the club. I don't, I don't want to see it on the football field. When the clock strikes zero, no. it's over. Well, that says you. I don't. I disagree. I want to keep right. that. Let me let me live in my deluded state and think you guys don't like each other. Until when and you that you've on the only bus. been right. The, the, the hockey the after the playoff uh, series is over. The the handshake that feels mandated. Like well, you don't get a choice. Like you have to do this. So they can. But but when you go out at night, go out with whoever you want. But on the on the field, don't don't do that, Jazz. Even after the game is over. No. Okay. Not allowed. All right. Afraid. Hey, um, one more question. Uh, two more questions for you. First of all, especially after Thanksgiving, Willie, and I hope you had a good one. I'm I'm really looking awful. You know, I'm plus size. I now. thought you wore the tight dress shirt and the tie to kind of cover things up. You uh, look. You look. You look. What? Well, you're a big guy, Willie, but you're in shape. What would you? How would? What word? What? The, what? What uh, adjective would you use to describe me? Well, how would? You right now. Me? Yeah. Because of the meal and everything you've ate after Whatever. the holidays, yeah, bloated, maybe bloated, bloated, yeah. All right, I mean, little bloated. I guess it could be worse than that. That's not bad because that goes away. 
so I didn't say any other words. I just words. need the wait. I need to wait a few days. You got to flush oh. out all the bad stuff you've been eating and putting in your system. Okay. Spaghetti, <laughs> you want to take a crack at it? Um, Woolies is great. I want to uh, – you're looking uh, – you're just thick. 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 Don't thick. say that. <laughs> a lot of women will get offended if you say thick. Thick <laughs> is a good word in the urban community. Big bone? No, don't say that. <laughs> you just alienated all the people from the Midwest, down south. MVP. I'll go with rotund. Oh, that's, that's a good a, one. That's- that's, that's not a good that's one. A good that's a hurtful one. <laughs> Circular. Don't say thick though. I won't. I'm telling you in the hood. That's a that that that's good. That's a positive. How about say? Can man. we settle on husky? No. No. Nah. That's not husky. Husky still has some size and still some bulk, and then a little a little you know a little fluff to it. You- wait. So wait. I'm not good enough to be husky. Nah. You're not husky. Man. Not husky. Speaking Loaded. of huskies, huskies are in a. Uh, a college football conference with your USC Trojans. That's the other question oh. I wanted to ask you about. How does it sit with you? Lynn Swan announced a few days back that uh, Clay Helton shall remain That's the head coach of USC. That's his job. That's his decision. Um, there's no president in place. Lynn Swan right now is the athletic director. He is the guy calling the shots. Um, he is the guy who is there day in, day out, and you know, going back and forth with the coaching and coaching staff. They're meeting. They're trying to figure things out. It's a tough situation. I know when you lose, when you don't go to a bowl game, and especially for USC, um, it's not good. It's not great. You know, there's a lot Everybody. of people bitter right now. But you got to have somebody in in position to make those tough, you know, those tough calls. Has anybody ever not? Because I did say this, and people quickly pointed out, "Oh yeah," and made me realize, "Oh yeah, that's right. I'm not right." Pete Carroll was not their first choice, and then since Pete Carroll, they've looked around, they've kicked the tires, but guys aren't necessarily happened over the over those years. I know, but I but but my point is, they in my head, USC is one of those sports. uh, situations that any coach, almost anybody you want, is going to take the job. That's not necessarily true at this point, right? But anybody um, can recruit. No, I, no, I will say that is one of the most sought-after jobs in the country, far as you know, college football. Um, and you got to make, like I said, you got to make those important decisions. So they feel that Clay Hilton is the guy going forward. So what do you do as an alumni? And as a Trojan and part of the family, you support that. All right. I I do not support or I have no disdain for USC, so I am free to say I think this is a mistake. Like I say, there are iconic franchises in sports, and just like Dave Campo being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys for a stretch, <laughs> they got Clay Helton can't be the coach of the USC Trojans. You got to be a Jack Del Rio for whatever cynicism well, people might express about that. At least that would why, be a name. He's a Trojan. Yeah, that that would that would have some heft to it. NFL success. He knows what it takes to get to the there's pros. A lot, there's all that there, has there, a story. At there's least. a Play lot help. more. That's, there's a lot more than a name that goes into coaching. I'm goes sure. Into I, of course. Re- recruiting and communicating with these young kids, going into going in going in these kids' homes, speaking with families. Um, it, it, it's it's not easy as it seems. Just because I don't think it would be Trojan easy. I think recruiting would be easy if you're at USC though. Well. We still – we don't – you know, we, we get out-recruited every year by a few schools. So, it's not like we just have you – know, Alabama and, uh, well, yeah, you can see tough. we got out-recruited by you another – got Georgia, team. you got Clemson, you got Ohio State, you got a lot – like, you can go down the line. There's a lot of – there's a we do good. Don't get me wrong. We do really well. But when you're winning, you do better. 
right? I just I I I'm when you not win a national championship, you do a lot better. Yeah, I just I say it all the time, but really, and it's, I'm not trying to curry favor with you, but nah, you're supposed but, to I have mean, your opinions. Fifty-five. It's fine. I mean, not you. You live in Los Angeles. For you to not be a part of that. Uh, uh, program in a, in a an official way and bringing am, kids in. I am there. a part of it. I but am I mean, a part you should you should have a stronger day to day hand than what goes on there. I can't imagine that wouldn't yield uh, winning results. For real, the last question. Just give me give me a All temperature right. check on this. Tom Brady, and in general, I gotta say they don't look great. What do you think? Here's be honest with me. I'm, I'm gonna give you this comparison, I'm, and I'm not comparing Tom Brady to him. Okay. Mm-hmm. When Jordan was playing, and Jordan would go out and get 50, 60, everybody would go crazy. But when Jordan would come out and get 30, 35, oh, man, did you see Jordan tonight? He had a bad game. He only had 30, 35. All right, but you're but right. All but- I'm saying is this. When you're, when, you're, when you're consistently used to a certain level of play, mm-hmm. and that dips or changes, maybe they ran the ball for 200-plus yards. Oh, they did. I forgot. So Brady didn't have to throw – for 300 yards or for three touchdowns. So if you're winning games differently, like one of those games where they score 14 points on special teams, when it doesn't all come from Brady and he doesn't have the numbers and maybe he's one touchdown in three games and we start trying to compile all these these notes and all these things, why he isn't the same, what usually happens? You've been you, – I've you've seen, seen it, this before. I know it. And I, you've never heard me say they're done, Willie. I feel like in 2018, maybe this is – I don't – They're I, the number two seed right now. I know, let's, not, let me, let's just not forget that. And, again, they're going to stay at worst at the two seed because they only have to play the Vikings and Steelers. You never know, though. Don't let don't let the Chargers – Never know. Don't let the Chargers – don't let the Chargers turn up on the I Steelers. absolutely could see the Steelers. That's my point. What I'm, all I'm saying is this. Last thing is what I'll say to you. Your basketball analogy is fine. They're not playing. Brady is not playing. This offense probably isn't playing up to anybody's expectations that's used to seeing this offense. That's right. Okay? I'm not I don't make excuses for anything. You gotta play better. But when you got a new guy in, in Josh Gordon who's still learning the playbook, when you got a new running back, Sony Michelle, who's still getting his his job description handed to him. Mm-hmm. When you got Philip Dorsett, who they need to step up, like there's a lot of when Gronk hasn't been in the lineup, right? Gronk hasn't been in the lineup, so you got Edelman, who first four games not in the lineup, starting to come on a little, starting bit to come now. on, and Hogan. So I'm just saying, give it some time, like give it a couple of weeks, and we'll see. If you're peaking week week nine. Make well, sure, I'm not make, talking about make, week nine. No, I'm no, talking no. about them coming off the bye and That's playing the, the Jets. That's what I'm saying. But struggling for a bit. All these teams struggle in the division. You guys tied the Browns. All right. It's not. We're not talking about the Steelers. Willie. I'm just saying. Everything's not about the Steelers. All these teams in the division struggle. Look at what, look at what Seattle in that division. They, My analogy they for you is this: It's not Michael Jordan because he was always the man. The, it's the Lakers when, when it was Shaq dominant. No, well, I get that part. <laughs> when the Lakers at the very start of the 21st century are winning titles because they're Shaq dominant. The second half of those titles that they start to win, Kobe comes on and has to play a a uh, a bigger role. You need a that's, one, two punch. That's what the Patriots and, – and I think that Sony Michelle could be that guy for them. He could be their Not savior. James White? Maybe, but I but what I, – I, I mean, that Mike was a – 
They got more than a one-two punch. I'm just telling you. You've got to get all the pieces on the field. I'm pointing to what the real difference seems to to my eye is Sony Michelle. The run game? Boy, he's slippery, huh? He is. And then when that doesn't work, just put Cordero Patterson back there. That's – I mean, (laughs) that makes me mad when when they do that and they succeed. (laughs) That stinks, Belichick and McDaniels. I don't care for that. Why didn't anybody else think of that? All right, Willie McGinnis, you're the tops fella. Um, All right, 55 – he heads out of Studio 66, and here comes our guy, Handsome Hank. Dave Damashek. All right, Handsome. These are uh, fancy, sweet, presidential suite kind of problems to be having. Me like, oh, it's Roethlisberger. How's Brady? And here you are. How rude for Willie and I to talk that right. way. Right. You're sitting here wishing sitting here with, that Ryan with, Tannehill were in a position. Oh, Brock Osweiler. Brock, yeah, Brock could be like, oh, hey, listen, uh, uh, yeah. Kenyon Drake. Yep. I don't know, I better to flatten his routes out a little bit. Exactly. Is this going to impact the Dolphins? You know, by the way, I will say about the Dolphins, they win that game. They're right they're still there. In for the, still not in. still in it. They're the, they're, they would be the favorite, the favorite to get the wild card, right? Yeah, and that's why I think a little bit of the, the sort of doom and gloom around the team, which – um, even among fans is is prevalent and, and maybe more rightfully so after what happened in the fourth quarter of that game against the Colts. But it, it's a little bit overstated. He's, you know, this is still a guy in Adam Gase who, uh, and I, I, I don't think he's he's a great coach, but he hasn't really had the team that he's wanted up until now. And I, I'm not making excuses still for him. But, you know, year one, he took a, a talent-poor team to the playoffs. Year two, he had Jay Cutler, and I don't think anyone could have done very much more than he did there. Year three, had his guy for the first few weeks, then dealt with Brock Osweiler and still has them, at, you know, in the double figures, they're in of weeks. the mix, and they in have the a lot of young talent, and yet right. they have no vibe. To but they don't—they don't have a vibe. Exactly, they don't have a vibe. They and they just inexplicably bad on defense, and I, it's, it goes beyond just defenses aren't very good anymore. They—they they will give up huge plays all the time, despite having some some relatively talented players, and then they just don't have a quarterback. That is as much Dolphins talk as any national That's show all we has need. done in a month. That's all we need. But the Colts, oh my! I mean, really? They're good. I was watch- no, the Colts are good, but I was watching that game and thinking, man, oh man, if the if they the Dolphin, everybody's been hyping the Colts for now three four weeks now. Dolphins go up to Indy and knock them off. That's the team that's going to get the wild card, and it would have resembled the way things went for them a couple of years ago. But uh, it doesn't look like that's going to be all right. Nice. Let's get to Week 13 and the Red Challenge flag picks. The Dolphins will not be one of them, handsome. Okay. Red, Red Challenge Fuck Picks! That's the kind of energy I've come to expect from you, Hans. I've got it, but you know what I was trying to make? Normally we have our friend Matt Moneysmith mm-hmm. in here who brings a uh, bassy baritone to mm-hmm. the to the party. We, neither Matt of us, Money. Matt Moneysmith. Yeah. Fake, voice, fake voice jerk. Um, yeah, fake voice jerk. Um, That's let's, what we call him behind his back. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, get into it here, handsome Baker Mayfield playing well. And again, I have to ask the question: just exactly how bad a coach was Hugh Jackson? That Greg Williams is running the show there now, and they are better. I don't care who the preceding right. coach is. If your team gets better because Greg Williams is at the hel- is it now at the helm, then the prece- his predecessor couldn't have been very good. It does validate the story that Greg Williams was getting coaching offers without even needing an interview. Apparently, yeah. Right. I mean, he's he, either he's very good or Hugh Jackson was very bad. 
The Cleveland Browns now with a big test. The red-hot Houston Texans, winners of eight in a row. Deshaun Watson looking dynamite. The offensive line, the one question there. That could be a little bit of a problem considering Miles Garrett's coming to town. Browns, Texans, handsome Hank. Choose. I am going to choose the Texans. I'm going to take the Texans too, but are you excited though about the future? If you're a Browns yeah. fan, or do you think this is it? We got I it. I love finally. Baker. I mean, Baker, so you know. You that- love him, or I, I like his moxie, but I, I mean, I. I, I but I, I, I've, I'm set to despise him for a I know you are because he's in your guy. division, exactly. But I've always said to you that I love Philip Rivers. I like Phil Rivers for everything. that you know, He's a good quarterback anyway, but everything else he brings, less so now, he's kind of calmed down a little bit. But at the beginning of his career, just the, the kind of the pissy nature of him. And I think Baker has a little bit of that in him as well. And, the, he's, and he's fun to watch. The one thing to look out for is, yeah, that swagger and everything. I think if, if you're a Browns fan, I think it's just what you want. Um, the the thing to watch out for is if the Browns can pull the upset here, now it really – the Colts are really now in the mix to, mm-hmm. to catch them, and the Texans could possibly be a wild card. Unlike many uh, postseasons, the matchups, those two wild cards out of the AFC, whoever they are just about, right. it's going to be kind of – that's a wild card? The Chiefs could conceivably be a wild card. Yep. Or if not, the Chargers are going to be one. And then the other one, like we say, is going to be the Colts or the Texans exactly. in all likelihood. And then I guess the Ravens also could be in the mix. No matter what, that's a scary – whoever it is. Wait, we won a division and then we got to play that team play in the wild exactly. card round? Spaghetti, you got uh, – what, what are your thoughts? You're a, you're Ups, a football fan. Upset special. Brown, You're taking the Browns. Browns. I don't take the Texans seriously. And I made a prediction uh, last week. We did the show with Martin. I said that don't be surprised in two weeks' time. You'll, everyone starts saying, oh, the Colts might be the team. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Browns come in there, win. They go on a bit of a hot streak. Texans, they're due to lose a game. Colts uh, win a few more in a row. They're the new talk of the AFC South. That's what's going to happen. I, I w- if, if this game was in Cleveland, I would have picked the Browns. I think just the Texans being at home, that helps them. Um, moving on, this is a big one for everybody who's in the playoff mix, anybody who aspires to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC side would really like to see the Vikings go into Foxborough and knock off those Patriots. The Patriots in a great spot as usual. You heard me talk about it with Willie. I cynically have my uh, my uh, AFC. It's not a theory. It's a fact that the Dolphins, Jets, and Bills don't per- per- pose much of a uh, challenge to the Patriots. I think there's probably enough evidence at this point that, that like that's it. become a fact. Patriots fans don't like it when I say it. But either way, the Vikings looking very good off the victory against uh, against Green Bay. Now going in there, this is really if you if you look at what the Patriots have left, they have this game and then they go to Pittsburgh. Those are their two tough tests remaining. Otherwise, they should uh, they should roll. So if you want to catch up and surpass the Patriots in the uh, AFC seedings, then you really need to see the Vikings win it. But it's not what you want. It's what you think is going to happen. Handsome Hank, Vikings, Patriots, choose. Dave, I'm going to this game. Yeah, good for in you. In Foxborough. I've never been you. to Foxborough or even Boston before. No way. You're no going to love it. Wait. Well, wait a second. I don't know if that's going to sit well with you. That's really like the, that's right where it all started. All the bad stuff for your people. That is a good point. You know, you know what? Immediately you might not after even that, be welcome there. They might throw you back into the sea. Well, immediately after that, I'm flying back to the UK from there. So maybe that will be a, uh, a good reason to to um, to be doing that. But I expect the Patriots to get another win on their soil 
um, like just like they did against the the my team. Handsome's going reverse pilgrim. The Patriots, exactly. yeah, back in uh, about what two hundred and fifty ish years exactly. or so ago, the Patriots vanquished your people, yeah. your Redcoats. Still weird that given that that's the case, that the New England Patriots they put someone into their ring of honor, they give them a red coat. Right. I don't know. I, I, it makes no sense to me. I really want to take the Vikings, Eddie, but I can't do it. It's the Patriots. Uh, spaghetti? Taking the Vikings, too. Are you, no, I, I'm taking the Patriots. Well, I just said I want what I want. Well, you should you should take uh, the Vikings. Uh, I think uh, too many stats against Tom Brady and how he's been playing this year, which has not been great. Uh, I mean, I, I think the eye test shows it, but uh, the fact that he's bad against the Blitz, the fact that he's miss, he's like the worst uh, quarterback in terms of uh, throwing to a target is, is kind of scary if you're a Patriots fan. And I think uh, – I know that Kirk Cousins got his primetime win versus Aaron Rodgers, but I think this is his real primetime victory. Mm. Plus, they they're, they got Everson Griffin back now from when he missed some time, and he helps the defense out a lot. Harrison Smith's probably the least talked about, like, best defensive player in the league. Uh, I just think they're going to win this game. All right. I've got a prediction as well. Our friend uh, Andrew Raby, who tracks the Red Challenge flag picks, is going to be mocking you on social media next week. <laughs> Why? Because my my wrong. Because your thinking. predictions will be wrong, and then he always has something sort of like vaguely the, acidic to uh, say on social media about the person who's yeah, losing. I'm taking two road teams first two games, so. Um, I I do think that there is. I I just have been hurt too many times. I don't think the Patriots are gonna go to the Super Bowl this year. That's that's as bold as I can that's go. Right. That's all now. we can hope. That's, that's as all bold, we can hope for. That's as bold as I can get. But I also think I would not be surprised if by Sunday night we're having a conversation or uh, any talking head out there is, is talking about, wow, it really is over for these Patriots. Wow, after that game, boy, they can't. Mm-hmm. Week 13 at home to lose a game like that, I could see that happening. Dalvin Cook looking like he's getting it going against Spaghetti mentions that pass rush. All those things could add up to trouble for a team that is not necessary. Is it certainly isn't as deep as it was in its best best state. It's better than it was in 2017, I think the roster. Right. But I still think that Tom Brady looks diminished from where he was a year ago. Anyhow, we'll see how that plays out. The Sunday night game. I don't think we need to talk much about this one. Let's just uh, jump into the pick. The Los Angeles Chargers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Handsome Hank, go ahead and do it. Choose. Chargers are going to win. Are you really? I got to take the Steelers. And I know I, you do. Well, it really, I would not take them if it weren't for Melvin Gordon's absence. I think, you know, you're not an Eckler believer. I believe, but Willie McGinnis is, is right. I mean, he has been a difference maker, Melvin Gordon. Yes, he has, no doubt. He's benefited from the uh, from the robust passing Who's game. Who's benefited from that? Of Phil, Phil Rivers. Spaghetti, what are, what are your thoughts here? I'm going to go Chargers as well. Are you really? Three straight road teams, yeah. Really? All right. I mean, listen, now they have, well, uh, finally along with Ingram, they have Joey Bosa back. That, yep. uh, that's not a great situation for any team to go up against them. They have uh, – That secondary is excellent. Dynamite secondary, Derwin James. I don't know if he's getting as much buzz as he needs to, but that's your defensive player, defensive rookie of the year, in my yeah, book. No doubt. You think no doubt? I th- I mean, who else? Who who's? I'm seeing a lot of Denzel Ward kind of talk. No, but um, not. Comp- I mean, he's made flashy plays as well. He's made the type of plays that people kind of notice, even if they haven't been watching all his games. If you see what I mean. What about Darius Leonard? What about him, MVP? He's doing really well. He's uh, How many tackles has he got now? He's got 114 tackles. Can you Whoa. believe that? I'm a VP. Got to give her credit. Does her homework. She knows what's up. 
That's like, what that tape watching is going to do for you. Yep. I like when people, I like when uh, when fellas are trying to compliment women who talk about sports and they and they say that and they don't realize how they're insulting the woman by saying, got to give her credit. She does her homework. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do have to give her credit for doing what she's <laughs> supposed to do as somebody who works in that. In covering uh, pro yeah. football. But anyway, uh, well done. Does that MVP. happen a lot? Do people say that a lot? Oh, yeah. I really? could give you examples. I'm not going don't, to here. Don't but... do it. Cause this is a public radio show or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, mean, I guess I don't have a really good reason why I think the Steelers are going to win. These are two high-end teams. I'm going to take the home team here. Um, I think it's going to be a super game. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, I just always am waiting for them to, for the Steelers defense to revert back to what it was the first few weeks of the season and just watch them lose like fifty-eight to fourteen or something. But I, but the defense is actually rounded into shape. Yep. Stephon Tuitt, an under the radar guy, back in action now. That should probably help him in the pass rush a little bit. I'm losing my voice. Can you hear that? I can. You're husky. Um, let's uh, let's in, bring it in up. all the ways that you can be husky. You're husky. Wow. Other people have said rotund. <laughs> Do you think it was too far for Willie to say that I look bloated? Did he say that? That's what he said. Bloated. Why are you keeping me and Willie apart now? I don't mean to. Okay. No. Um, let's uh, let's finish it up here. NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys in first place at the time of this recording. But, of course, they're visiting the Saints on Thursday night. I'm trying to think, actually. what? The, how does that impact? They, even if they lose, they fall back. Do you think it would be possible for us to put together a campaign? You've been very good at putting together campaigns, I've noticed, over the years, mm. for no one in the NFC East to go to the playoffs. Just not to have a winner of that division, because it doesn't feel like anyone's really winning. Mm. Mm. Just surviving. Just yeah. surviving, exactly. There's no one there that you'd say, great, now they, they're a playoff team. Yeah, I like, I, you know, if that were a, a, a division that had teams that felt more anonymous in nature, but right. this is this is going to... But that's to, why. Let's teach them a lesson. They get all I the... They get all, and see. that's what I'm saying. Like, they get all the love during the regular season. If you're not going to do enough for us as the football watching America's public, team, more like anonymous right, team, exactly. stay home, Cowboys. Stay home. You don't get... You got your chance. You didn't impress us. World champs? Yeah, enjoy that. That was uh, earlier yeah. in the year. That Live we, off of that for You were year. last year's world champs. Right. Not this year. You don't even get to play this time. I think the Eagles are going to end up catching up and uh, passing the Cowboys, but that's not uh, what I'm here to ask. I'm here to ask you. Skins. Eagles. Choose. I mean... I don't, Obviously I'd, the Eagles, right? I just don't care. It's more <laughs> it's more that like it just doesn't matter. It's these are two teams that like can we just choose another can I can we call an audible and choose another I team? would say but except they're the defending champs. I mean uh, yeah, it matters. Yeah. I mean okay, fine. Choose um, another game, spaghetti. Dealer's choice. This is this week of games are very strange. There's, like, there's a lot of like one really good team, one poor team. This game is kind of for the division, so I, that's why I picked it. I know. Look, I'm not arguing with you picking it. I think you picked the right game. Okay. It's just that I can't bring myself to care about either of these two teams. Who do your uh, bums I'll play say this week, Eagles. spaghetti? It's probably going to be Alex Tanny versus Chase Daniel in Giant Stadium. <laughs> is that right? Uh, there's a good shot that Tanny and uh, and uh, Kyle will let us see some action, and not, Mitch Trubisky did not practice today. So. And we're sticking with and and we're just uh, we're staying with we're just ignoring the fact so Eli's done 
And you're just well, like, well, to, we got Saquon, well, so who cares about anything else? If you watched, I don't know if you caught more. I but, saw plenty of it. Okay, so the second, there was something weird happened in the second half where the Giants were dominating that game. I mean, the Eagles are missing their top four cornerbacks, and they were smoking them. And then in the second half, they came out and they decided to run Saquon like four times. And they, I think something happened where they're like, let's not win this game and really blow our our draft chances because they're in the direction of rebuilding. And if they win and they have a, end up with six, seven wins, it doesn't really help them at all. So I think that's really what happened. That's kind of like the rumor on the street amongst the Giants is that's what they did at halftime. The players are saying that? No, uh, no, a lot of uh, writers and people cover the team said I'd that like they came from the top down to, to not win that game. That's a good question mm. to ask people because I, 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 people I, love I that, that. I don't believe that that happens. That, yeah, I, that's fan talk. It, there can, it, I mean, what, I'm not the, arguing with you. They were having their saying, way with the Eagles the first half. But I mean, those, so someone from the Mara family calls down to the locker room. Hey, like, hey lay down, boys. This. Lay down. I think Gettleman. Yeah. I, I think the Eagles are going to have a good second half, if you know what I mean, boys. I think, I think it was Gettleman. And I think <laughs> if you know, uh, if you listen to the comments like especially with Shermer the back of quarterbacks came up more than any other week uh prior hmm. in this this week a lot of Tanny talk a lot of Loletta talk um and it never happened it was always like Eli's the guy Eli's the guy now it's like yeah they'll see time and I I think something weird happened in that game and they just did not want to win it what would you write but right now spaghetti you get to decide what happens here. What how, what does the Giants offseason look like? Their two biggest acquisitions in free agency and first round of the draft. What a, what are they getting? I mean, I would love to just replace Shermer with like Cliff Kingsbury or someone. And, okay, well that, uh, they're not going to uh, fire Shermer. No, I mean, you definitely just you had definitely and as well as Eli has played uh, the last few games and seeing if the offense does open up like if you run Saquon more, how good they look. Just because of his age and the amount of money he costs, yeah, it makes sense to get a quarterback. So I'm okay with him if they're going to tank. I'm okay with that happening if they. Could but put is this the in year position. to be tanking? I don't think it is. I think so. I uh, think what I do is I get a better. I build the offensive, offensive line, line. So and let Eli take another yeah, run the, at the it. Pro- That's it. The problem is the this draft upcoming is more loaded with like D line. Uh, it's D line heavy draft. The Giants D line is actually okay. Uh, there's no it's real not that good. I mean, it's it fine. should be good. It's just not. I don't think. Very I don't good. think drafting Nick Bosa at Oliver or Rashawn Gary is going to help your team that mo- like help the Giants at all in terms of like what they really need. I, don't, I think that's just kind of more. It's just taking BPA. I don't think they need to take best player available. I think they need to get a guy. And every year, there's always a quarterback who's fine. And if they if Haskins comes out or they get lucky enough to get Herbert, I think those are fine instead of like trying to tank again next year for Tua. So Emma VP, anything more on uh, Darius Leonard? No, that's it. That, that, that's that was it? the extent of all I had to all say right. about Darius Leonard. Thanks okay. for checking in, though. Well, we uh, we are uh, going to... Can, can we make one more prediction? I'd like that. Um, the Chiefs play against the Raiders Okay. Uh, in week 13. This week 13? Yeah, week 13. And the Chiefs were last seen scoring 50 points but losing on Monday Night Football. I'd be pretty angry if that happened to me. How many points do they put up on the Raiders? I've already issued my proper uh, prediction, and I, I say they... Put up only 38, hmm. and I think they win by 17 or more. I say they put up 47, hmm. and they win by 25 or more. All right. There it is. That's a good uh, pick. And, oh, by the way, worth mentioning, I'm glad you brought that game up, the single best uniform matchup in pro football. The Chiefs, when they go up there, as long as they wear the red pants, though, don't get cute with the white pants. Get the red pants, white jersey, red hats against silver and black. You can't beat it. It's pretty. I'll tell you what I liked, and it harkened back to the old AFC East days, to see the Dolphins 
against the the Colts is a pretty one as well. Yeah, except white Dolphins, blue Colts. The the blue pants with the blue jerseys on the Mm -hmm. Colts. I thought that looked pretty good. I did too. Yeah. All right, handsome. Uh, I hope uh, things look good for you up in New England. I hope you're safe. Thank you. But I might want to try to do a Boston accent while you're up there. I can do that. Well, I mean, I don't know. Think that it. Well, see if you can uh, sort of uh, summon more Mark Wahlberg or something. Okay. Now, like, to think of Ben Affleck. I'm a patriot. There you go. Nailed it. I See, I'm glad we took the extra time to yeah. work that out. Thank you for helping me with that. Do that, because if you have the English accent, there might still be some raw feelings. Yeah, there probably will be. Yeah. But Spaghetti, you do a Boston accent. Tell him, like, that uh, your great-great-grandfather, you know. Fenway kinda... Park. That's how you just practice. Fenway Park. There it is. Wow, you're really getting this thing. Good. You're you're a good impressionist, Handsome. That's right. Let's get out to Gillette Stadium. Wait, what happened to Handsome Hank? Ben Affleck's here now. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, that's it. Thanks to Willie McGinnis. Let's McGinnis. go, Tom Brady. Yes. No Tommy. No the difference. Yeah. Put you in a Celts jersey. Yep. Talk about Kyrie a bunch. Mm-hmm. No one ever better than Bird. No one better than Bird. Yes. Good time. All right, have a great time. Vikings, Patriots, handsome Hank. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, with the pie off. I started again, MVP, because we have pie off seven. When does that air? We're, we do it on the 29th, it will but you air. will not hear a word because our airtight operation will not allow out the secret no of who wins pie off seven. Will it be the inaugural champ, Handsome Hank, back after many years away? Can he reclaim glory? Or will it be Deeker, the Al Davis uh, of pie off? Not Cole Wright wants, a, wants uh, his moment in the sun. I, I've heard that the two guys behind the glass here have got a pretty – Pretty exciting pie. Is that true? As well, yeah. yeah, we workshopped a little pie. Whoa. Before you arrived here. Pie off intrigue. It's always good. Make sure you don't miss that after week 13 and enjoy week 13 for Spaghetti, MOVP behind the glass. All great work on pie off seven. Um, I already said Willie McGinnis. I said handsome uh-huh. Hank. What else do you want me to do? We'll talk to you after the games, everybody. Until then, it's been a thin slice of heaven. Thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 